Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, y'all, and welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening on the Believe Network. We are about a third through the U.S. Open as it stands right now, and we're going to kind of give you a first two-round recap and then looking forward into the third, fourth quarter semis into the finals. So hoping to get a few more podcasts out throughout the course of this tournament so we can stay updated on all the things going on at the U.S. Open and we can kind of track things as they happen throughout the tournament. So it's been a good tournament so far. It's been fun to watch. There's been some unfortunate matches where, you know, walkovers have had to happen, but there's also been quite a few upsets and that's kind of the storyline of the first two weeks. There's been a lot of big time players really having an early exit and there's been some really good matches. There's been some like not good matches like Djokovic and uh, Alcaraz, the matches they're playing, not great. But that's kind of what you'd expect from a number one and a number two seed. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into the first couple rounds there at the USDA National Tennis Center. We're going to go right from the top and work our way down. Here are your third round matchups. At the very top of the bracket, it's Carlos Alcaraz and Daniel Evans will play. Alcaraz with a pretty smooth trip to the third round. Kopfer got hurt in the first round. Lloyd Harris didn't really give him any competition in the second. Alcaraz looks in tip-top shape. On the flip side, Daniel Evans, although the 26th seed in this tournament, had to beat Van de Zandsculpt in the second round. So a tough draw for him, really. But uh, he makes it a third round to play Carlos Alcaraz. That is a tough go for him as he's probably going to lose that match. I could be wrong, but I think he's going to lose that match. This guy, Arnaldi. Arnaldi is from, what's his first name? Matteo Arnaldi is from Italy, and he has made it to the third round here at the U.S. Open. He will play Cam Nori. Arnaldi has had a pretty good first couple rounds here. Um, you wouldn't necessarily expect him to make it this far, but he beats Kubler in the first round. He beats Fields in the second round, and then now he plays Cam Nori. A good, good tournament for him so far. We'll see if that keeps moving. Cam Nori, you'd expect him to win straight sets. He wins straight sets. Alexander Zverev will play Grigor Dimitrov. This is a third-round match I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, Zverev, not much of a challenge getting to the third round. Dimitrov has had to go through Andy Murray. Beats him in straight sets uh, yesterday in Arthur Ashe Stadium. He's the 19th seed for a reason. And sometimes when Dimitrov's on, he's really hard to break. And so good, good tournament so far for those two. That's a big third-round matchup between Zverev and Dimitrov. Another one I'm looking forward to here. Stan Wawrinka has beat Nishioka and Echeverry to make his way to the third round to play Yannick Sinner. I've mentioned this before. Yannick Sinner, I believe, has probably the hardest bracket to go through if he wants to make it all the way to the finals. He has to beat Hanfman, beats him in straight sets. He has to beat Lorenzo Sinego, beats him in straight sets. Now he'll play Stan Wawrinka, who's seemingly playing really good tennis here at the U.S. Open at the very end of the year. But Stan Wawrinka, older, late 30s, he's played a two-and-a-half-hour match and now a three-hour, 39-minute match against Echeverry. So watch his legs, watch his endurance as he gets older. That's something to keep an eye on. As we keep moving down the top half of the bracket, uh, Sebastian Baez is going to play uh, Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev not really having a problem with anybody as he makes his way to the third round. 
And now we're going to get down, as we move down this bracket, we're going to get to some upsets that have happened, and there's been plenty of them. Not right necessarily right here. It's Nicholas Jari is going to play Alex Damanure in the third round. But Michael Moe is going to play Jack Draper. Here's where the upsets start kind of unraveling. Michael Moe, great tournament so far. He beats the 11 seed, Karen Hachinov, in the first round in straight sets. Hachinov is a semifinal type guy in these tournaments. Hachinov goes down in the first round to Michael Moe. Michael Moe then goes on to beat John Isner and ends John Isner's single career. Now, Isner loses to Michael Moe in a fifth set tiebreaker. How fitting is it for his career that it ends in a fifth set tiebreaker? That is what he's done so so much throughout his career. And he's been such a tiebreak guy, such an ace guy, like... He's literally done it all. John Isner finishes his singles career having played the a record-setting 829 tiebreaks. 829 tiebreaks. Incredible stuff from John Isner throughout his career on the ATP Tour, but Michael Moe gets the best of him in the second round. And Michael Moe's going to play Jack Draper. Draper, hit or miss sometimes, but he's been hit so far this this tournament. He beats Hubie Hurkacz, the 17 seed, in straight sets in the second round. So Michael Moe, Jack Draper, not necessarily the big names in the third round, but boy, have they won some hard matches to get to that point. Then we get to, as we go further down this bracket, uh, Andre Rublev had to beat Gael Monfils in the second round to be in the third round. And then you look at Matteo Berrettini, unseated, had some troubles with injuries, but he goes on to beat Hugo Umbert in the first round in straight sets. Berrettini then goes to play Renderneck and gets hurt. Now, he was down a set and down a break, but Berrettini went down with a really gnarly ankle injury. It's hard to watch. It's a, There's a video, there's pictures of it where he's going one way and his foot's the other way. Looked like he rolled his ankle pretty bad. Not great news for Matteo Berrettini, who's kind of been injury-prone as of late. But Renderneck will play Andre Rublev in that third round. And then we get even further down, and I don't even know some of these guys. Sebastian Corda, who had to withdraw from Winston-Salem because he was hurt, the number 31 seed, loses to Fuchovic in the first round. And Fuchovic loses to Hitchikata, who I believe, yeah, he's, I think he's Australian. Hitchikata wins that match and will play Zhang in the third round because Zhang beat J.J. Wolf in five sets, and then he beat Casper Ruud. Casper Ruud, the five seed, also out of this tournament early in the second round as he lost to Zhang. So not necessarily a lot of names in that third round match, but they've had to beat some dudes to get there. As we keep moving down this bracket, Francis Tiafo with a couple good wins, making his way to the third round. He'll play uh, Adrian Manorino. There's not really any massive upsets here. On this side, quite yet, but as we move down, there'll be a little bit more. Tommy Paul had to win a tough five-set match to get his way to the third round, but he's still in this one. He'll play Davidovich Falkina in the third round. That's going to be a really good match, 14 seed and the 21 seed. Look forward to that one happening. It looks like it just started on a Friday. I'm recording this on Friday. It looks like the match has just started, so looking forward to that one. Ben Shelton beats Dominic Team. Great win for Ben Shelton. Karatsev uh, is into the third round. Karatsev, a name that has, you know, plays well sometimes, sometimes does not. The Russian, he seems to be playing really well here in the U.S. Open in New York, and he'll play Ben Shelton in the third round. Um, Alexander Bublik lost to Dominic Team in the first round. Dominic Team losing to Ben Shelton. He had to go down with an injury. He retired from that match in the second round, but still a good first-round win beating Bublik. 
Uh, Stricker is going to play Bonzi. Stricker beat Stefano Sitsipas. A huge win for Stricker. Bonzi upset Chris Eubanks. Not a great tournament for Chris Eubanks. You'd, you'd kind of want him to do really well at the U.S. Open. Uh, Lorenzo Musetti, the 18 seed, loses in the first round. Then you got Mensik is going to play Fritz in the third round. Uh, Gojo is going to play Vesely because Vesely beat Sarandolo and Gojo beat Mackenzie McDonald and Mackenzie McDonald beat Felix Ogiele-Asim. That's another upset that happened in this tournament. Let's keep moving down. Uh, Jerry's going to play Djokovic and that's the last one. So like I said, a lot of upsets going on in this tournament. Why? I have no idea. Let's go down the list of seeds out before the men's third round in the U.S. Open. Sitsipas was the seventh seed. He's out. Hercotch, the 17th seed. He's out. Runa, the four seed. He's out. Felix Ogiele-Asim, the 15th seed. Out. Rude, Casper Rude, the five seed. Chris Eubanks, the 28th seed. Musetti, the 18th seed. Corda, the 31 seed. Serendolo, the 20th seed. Bublik, the 25th seed. Out. Borna Chorich, the 27. Hachinov, the 11. Greekspor, the 24th. And Humber is the 29th seed. All out. That is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 14 top 32 seeds. 13 seeds, I should say. Out before the third round. Wow. I mean, upsets galore in the first two two rounds of this tournament, which makes it a little bit more exciting because I think a lot of people looking into this tournament, they know it's going to be Novak. They know it's going to be Carlos. But you need something to get excited about in the early going of the U.S. Open. The upsets are giving people something to be excited about. Not saying I love upsets all the time, but seeing new names really make a name for themselves here at the U.S. Open in New York City it's really good to see sometimes, and especially this week. And I'm looking forward to what the weekend's going to bring here, Labor Day weekend moving forward. Third, fourth, quarterfinal round for sure. Not so many massive upsets on the women's side of this tournament. Uh, you look at, you know, Taylor Townsend's been having a good tournament so far. I believe she's on court here on Friday in the morning. Uh, Coco Goff still in it. Jessica Bagula still in it. Iga Sviatek still in it. You know, the names you'd expect to be still in it. Definitely still in this one. Uh, Alina Svitolina with a great win on Thursday. But one of the cooler wins, I think, is uh, Caroline Wozniacki. In 2018, with a victory over Petra Kvitova in the second round, this is Caroline Wozniacki's first win against an opponent ranked in the WTA's top 20 since defeating Kvitova in the WTA Tour Finals in 2018. So she beat Petra Kvitova in the second round at the U.S. Open this year. So... What she's been doing as a mom and coming back into the game, incredible. And I, I, there's quite a few moms that are playing in the U.S. Open this year, and it's so cool to see uh, them get back in the game and you know normalize it a little bit that you can take some time off, have a baby, have a kid, start a family, get back on tour, and still be as good as you once were. So Lena Svitolina having a good tournament, Taylor Townsend having a good tournament, Caroline Wozniacki having a good tournament. Uh, Azarenka, unfortunately, is out. Uh, pretty early in this tournament, but it's been a really, really good U.S. Open so far, and that is what's happening. So we're going to leave it at that. That's going to be today's podcast. I just wanted to get through a few things. Uh, Alcaraz, Djokovic looking stronger than ever. Their matches are almost boring because of how dominant they've been. What's it going to be like moving forward? Not sure yet, but it sure is fun to watch till this point. So appreciate you listening. Have a good rest of your Labor Day weekend. It's a holiday weekend. I hope you enjoy it. And there's some really, really, really good tennis on the way, especially from, you know, the top seeds and maybe some more upsets moving forward. I'll talk to you next week when we recap the fourth round 
third, fourth round and get to the semifinal stuff. So appreciate you listening. Adios. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.